Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Queer Movie Night is recorded at the I.O. Theater. The I.O. Theater is home to Chicago's best improv comedy. With shows seven nights a week, including Dreamboat, I.O.'s all-queer improv team, performing every Friday at 8. They offer classes in improv, writing, and more. Visit ioimprov.com for a full schedule. And my name's Peyton Come on over Cause we're still waiting It's movie night And we're both gay It's hard to find A movie that way Lucky for you We found a few It's queer It's movie night Hi! Hi. Hello, I'm Deb. And I'm Peyton. And this this is is Queer Queer Movie Movie Night. Night. Thank you, everyone, for being patient, for those who have waited for us to release an episode. Yes, welcome to season three. We're very excited to be back. Yes, we are. We're about to celebrate the holiday season, Peyton. Oh, that's right. But the holiday season will be over when When this releases. releases. But just know that has not stopped us from singing my grown-up Christmas list (laughs) all damn day. (laughs) (laughs) This is my grown-up. Christmas list. It's so good. I can't believe I didn't know that Kelly Clarkson sang that. Yeah, Peyton loves Kelly Clarkson, and I feel like that's like a huge original Christmas Christmas hit of hers, and he didn't know it. What the hell? So actually, um, if uh, why don't I just do this for you right now? Okay. Do you remember me? <laughs> this is, is a that long bit. Uh, this was supposed to be a quicker joke than my delivery was. It's going to be, let me just do this for you real quick and then try to sound like Kelly. Yeah. And then I just took a really long pause. <laughs> sat upon a tree. You sat upon a tree? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we were talking about how it's like nostalgic because I only, I just think of girls singing it at our <laughs> Christmas choir concerts in high school. Yeah, it's like that song in um, uh, uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh, and you have to watch two awkward like kids who are not dating, but they probably like each other sing it. Well, that was just specifically at my yeah, high school yeah. what was going no, no, on. No, no, it's pretty much the same. With I feel, Tanner and Gwen. They, were not, they didn't admit that they liked each other, and they sang the song awkwardly. Actually, and I did. They, then they dated. I performed it at my school, so you did. Yeah. Whoa. So it was and me uh, what was the romantic history with, it? <laughs> with you? Um. Yeah, I wasn't into her. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> that's sad. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really sorry. But to I hear did tell, I did tell people that I had a crush on her just oh. so that they would think well, I did. <laughs> every gay was in high school once, Peyton. Yeah. We understand. <laughs> we um, all said and did what we needed to. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, Deborah picked a very high-profile film. I did. Um, well, okay, high-profile in that the two actresses, lead actresses are high-profile, yeah, but, but nobody really, really has ever heard of the movie. Yeah, that's wild to me. Yeah. I feel like guess, I guess since I'm gay, I saw it like online, but, that was, yeah. but there wasn't really big promo for it. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Um, but the movie's Disobedience. Disobedience. Mm-hmm. And Which it's really, I've, oh, yeah. it's a watch. Yeah. What What do you? Why did you choose this film? What was your? When? How did you first see it? And what was your first impression? Well, so. 
<laughs> Having a brain fart. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, I have referenced this movie so many times yeah. in the last two seasons, and I've never actually chosen the movie. And then I thought, you know what? It's probably time for me to just actually do an episode on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was following it when it was being made because that's just like any like higher profile gay movie that's being made. Like I did that with Carol. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I don't know, whatever else has come out in the last few years yeah. that have been like, you know. Um, oh, I'm doing that right now currently with the Kate Winslet Sor- Sorcerer Ronin movie that's coming out. Oh, yeah. Um, cannot wait for that. Big fan of age difference. <laughs> Thing about me, everybody already fucking knows. Anyway, so I followed Oh, it and this movie fan. has like forbidden romance, Forbi- which I know is romance. one of your things too. Age difference and forbidden romance? Are you kidding me? Put me in my grave. <laughs> I'm done. Put a, put a fork in me. Um, so I followed it for a long time. It finally came out. I was very excited. Saw it in theaters with my wife. And here's, here's a little hot piece of information. My wife hates this movie. Wow. Yeah. So here's the thing. I don't. I'm going to say this right out up top. I don't love the actual movie. Uh-huh. When I walked away from the theater, I wasn't like, wow, what yeah. a film. Yeah. I was like, hmm, it was a little dark and way too sad, but the chemistry between the two main actresses uh, was absolutely insane to me. Mm-hmm. That is the only reason I go back and watch this movie, because if it comes down to just story and plot, mm-hmm. it's not my favorite. Mm. And I almost feel like it doesn't really know what it wants to do. Um, but it's well acted. It's well made. And I'm telling you, if there's any reason to watch it, it's just for the chemistry between them. Yeah. Because it is very, very hot. Yeah. And I think very believable. Yeah. I really... um yeah, we'll just go over what the film's about real quick. Um, so the film follows Rachel Wise, who plays Ronit, mm-hmm. who... Mamma Mia. <laughs> and I'm not saying Mamma Mia as in the movie. I'm saying Mamma Mia as my reaction to Rachel Wise. Yeah, she's hot. Yeah, Mamma Mia. And this movie came out the same year as The Favorite in 2018. Yeah. So Rachel had a gay year last year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I love The Favorite. Yeah, um, same. But, uh, yeah, so it uh, follows Ronit, who is a photographer in New York and formerly a practicing Jew in London. Um, and her father, who was the rabbi there, has passed away. And um, so she goes back home. And then um, we sort of get the idea that people don't like her for some reason. And it's sort of... Slowly, uh, she um, stays with Rachel uh, McAdams' character uh, at what's what's her Esty, mm-hmm. and her husband, who they were all friends, I guess, when they were younger. And then um, it sort of unfolds. You sort of uh, realize that something happened between Esty and Ronit, and that's sort of why she was um, sort of shunned from the community. Yeah. Yeah. And it's them rekindling old feelings. Yeah. Basically. So if it was just that, this movie would be perfect for me. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's my religious. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was it? Uh, How did this film compare to, if you feel comfortable sharing like your mm-hmm. experience being queer in the in like a religious community so i will say that i do feel grateful that it was not this bad yeah 
um, this community is like real serious, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, I think, oh, so I think, I think my life would have been the same as Ronit's if when I was outed, because I'm, it, it, I think she was at her and Esty were the same age. Yeah. As, as Kayla and I, when we started. Yeah. Hooking up and secretly being together when we were teenagers. Um, and we were outed and found out. And then I was forced to come out at 17 to my parents for that reason. Mm-hmm. And I think, but I, I think back on that now, I think I've talked about this before, and I don't think I would have ever come out on my own had I not been forced out because I've just, I'm not really, I'm, I'm, I'd like to think of myself as like quote unquote brave now, but mm-hmm. I absolutely was not at the time. Yeah. Um, so I'm grateful to this day that I was that I came out the way that I did. It was horrible at the time, mm-hmm. but my parents are like cool now. Yeah, it's taken ten years, but I mean they're like as best as they can yeah. be. My whole family is. Um, but I think if I, I could also so easily have seen myself doing exactly what she did, which is they got caught by her dad. They mm-hmm. do reference do they do like confirm that yeah. at one point, mm-hmm. and Ronit is shunned and leaves yeah she's just like deuces and like leaves town Mm -hmm. and then doesn't come back for a decade yeah until after her dad dies Mm -hmm. and no one tells her that her dad dies either or they don't tell her that he's sick yeah she finds out that he died but she didn't know he was sick yeah yeah so i mean the the shunning from the community real that happened i mean that's just like that was naturally going to happen. I kind of put myself in a position where I didn't want to be accepted by them and I didn't want their forgiveness. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty darn similar. Yeah. I I wonder why I look back and I think if Kayla and I wouldn't have made it and if we would have broken up, which I think Esty and Ronnie did when they were teenagers mm-hmm. and they were caught, then I probably would have run far away too. Yeah. Um, I will Ronnie go did. ahead. I will go ahead and say I don't. I don't agree that you would never come out. I think that you would. Thanks. I think that you once you leave, so then- yeah, once you left high school, I'm sure that you would have. I'm 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 positive that you wouldn't have stayed in the closet. But that's just know. my op. I think I would have been fucking scared. Yeah. I mean, it still scares me. They're not. My family is great. Mm-hmm. They're I mean, they're as good scary, as they yeah. they're as good as they're as good as they ever will be. I mean, mm-hmm. they acknowledge my marriage. They uh, to the best of their abilities, but like I don't know. At the end of the day, I just I just think what a nightmare it would be to come out to them now. Yeah, because it's taken them so long to accept it that I cannot imagine if my parents had to start yeah. now. Mm-hmm. What a long life, adult life I would be leading, and what a sad one if yeah. I have been living secretly. Yeah. For so long, you know, yeah. with the with the love of my life, with the woman I love more than anything. Yeah, I was I thinking about that when I was watching the movie because uh, it's not uh, instantly clear whether the uh, the rav or the rabbi knew that his daughter was. Uh, it's it sort of is implied that Ranit is bisexual, mm-hmm. um, and like. With my grandmother, she never found out that I was gay before she passed away. Really? Yeah. And so it's kind of that interesting thing where it's like this person that you're very, very close to, but they don't actually know who a large you really part are. Of you. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a very interesting idea, which on, honest, obviously he did find out, but he didn't 
truly know her either. Yeah. Um, which is, this movie is a lot about, the relationship is a big part of it, but it's also a lot about family and, like, what what you do with your family when they don't accept you, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I liked the I was movie. just going to ask you, what did you think? Yeah, I, I, I really I, liked this the movie. This movie really splits people down the middle yeah. of anyone I've ever talked to. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really good. I thought a lot of the imagery was very good. Um, from the little research that I did, just from some questions that I had on the movie, it seemed like it was really accurate to what the experience would be like. Um, when I first saw Rachel McAdams, I thought her hair was so bad. And then I was like, I was oh. like, that wig is terrible. And then, and then I like, realized oh, it was supposed God. to, we were supposed to know it was a yes. wig. Um, oh and my God, yeah, yes. Yeah, so um, I didn't know about the, um, how Jewish women cover their hair with wigs because it's, you're not supposed to show your hair. Well, I didn't know when that you're until married. Yeah. I saw this. Yeah. And the, and um, how Ronnie couldn't touch David uh, because when, I guess when you reach puberty, you're not supposed to touch anybody of the opposite sex except uh, someone you're married to. And you're supposed to have sex on Fridays. <laughs> Transaction. It's like, yikes. Well, because sex is just for making children. It's not yeah. for pleasure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. When I first saw the trailer to this movie, as I, you know, kept yeah. up with it for so yeah. long in production, I was like... Why does Rachel McAdams' hair look so fucking bad? Yeah. <laughs> and then they showed a clip of the sex scene of yeah. like Rachel Vice and when when Ronnie like bra- sexually takes uh, wig her wig off. off, and I was like, "There's her hair. It's supposed to be bad. It's supposed to be bad. Thank God." I love Rachel McAdams' little cute curly hair. Yeah. It's yeah. So I like her cute. very short hair. It's very cute. I think she's a has a is adorable with yeah. short hair. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. yeah. This movie. I mean, like. Be forewarned, it's heavy. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's heavy, but... Well, there's a lot of stuff that's pretty yeah. hot and heavy. So um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I wanted, I was thinking um, when I was watching the movie, too, the first time you see Esty uh, um, and David uh, make love, um, it differs from other lesbian films where it's like she just lays there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little more like she is really trying to make things work. It looks, she looks a little dead in the eyes, but that she actually wants to be happy. Yeah. yeah. And she's trying so hard. Yeah. Which is so sad. Yeah. The thing I will say about the, um, the lesbian sex scene, I think oh, is really. Here we are, we're at the money spot, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the time has come to talk about the scene, spit take. <laughs> that it's so good. You and what do you think of the spit? I think I it's like shocking. It's shocking because it's not. You wouldn't expect them to put that in the movie. Like it's something that would that could definitely happen. That you're like, oh yeah, that happens. But like. It's so, it seems so taboo, even though it's a movie about two women together. I don't know. It seems like, I like it because it, it's so unapologetic. It's like, I felt like that movie was like, hey, straight people, this isn't about making you comfortable. Yeah. This is about like how people actually get together and it's messy and it's gross. And yeah. It's neurotic. Yeah. And- yeah. That sex scene is absolutely alarming. I've seen it so many times. <laughs> I've seen it so many times and I'm never not like, 
fully mouth dropped, like watching. <laughs> and I'm like, this is insane. So what I love about these actresses is that like, I feel we've watched so many of these fucking movies and especially in TV, um, like gay, gay characters on TV. I feel like, Oh, there's just so many closed mouthed kisses with yeah. like no passion. I my first example that comes to mind was anytime Emily Fields kissed anybody on Pretty Little Liars, oh, yeah, yeah. I felt like every other straight couple on PLL would have these passionate kisses and then Emily would kiss any of her seven dead girlfriends and <laughs> it would be closed mouthed and no passion, yeah. and there'd be nothing there. And this movie I believed they genuinely wanted to fuck each other yeah. with every moment that they could. Yeah. And also, a little fun fact, <laughs> both women got pregnant on the set of the movie. That's wild. Yeah. And uh, an interviewer asked them about it, and they were like, so, you both got pregnant over the course of making this movie. It's kind of an interesting coincidence. And they were both like... They were like cheeky about it. Yeah. And they're like, well, we really, yeah, we really got along well. <laughs> I feel like they ha- they got horned up for each other. Yeah, yeah. But the sex scene, like, oh my God, the sex scene is so alarming. Yeah. But it's, I mean, al- I don't mean alarming in a bad way. I yeah. I mean, alarming in, wow, this is the most like erotic sex scene I've ever seen yeah. between two women on screen and it happens yeah. to be two like A list actresses. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Like, you look at like Carol's sex scene and it's like, it's a love scene. Mm-hmm. Well, they're both love scenes. Yeah. They're both beautiful in their own way. Yeah. But like disobedience went in like a dirty way, yeah. like a dirty route that I thought was very fascinating to see on screen because mm-hmm. that's that's sex. Yeah. But you only ever see like the the the, the, the vanilla version. Yeah. 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 This. Yeah. I don't, I saw a tweet once. It was like I cannot believe that I am seeing straight girl queen notebook alley Rachel McAdams <laughs> t- begging. To have her mouth spit in by Rachel Weisz, <laughs> like absolutely just moaning and asking me. It's uh, like another thing. It's like I don't. I've never done that. I yeah. don't have an interest. Yeah. But it's like I read something too about it too, where they were like, it's obvious that maybe was something they did when they were younger. Oh, and like, interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Wow. 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 That is. That is the money for me with this movie. <laughs> that, that's once again not a surprise. Everybody yeah. knows I'm always horned up about every movie I choose every every goddamn episode. We get what we what we get what we can. We, we get, get what, what we can. can. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, something else that I thought was uh, I thought the husband was very good. Yeah, yeah. Did actor. you think he was hot? You always do. I. I did, but not. He's not my usual type, so I was like, I don't know. But is your usual type is just finding the straight husband yeah. of every movie that she's hot? What it's type true. now? What I type? Li- I think I. I don't know. I liked. I did. I liked his voice. I thought his voice was very. His sexy. voice was very soothing. Too. Yeah. Um, and I love. Kind of looked like Michael Fassbender to me. Yeah, a little that. bit. Yeah. Um, he reminds me a lot. Have you ever seen Yentl? Mm-hmm. He reminds me of the guy in Yentl that she marries. Yes. Yeah. Who's played by? Um, it's the oh my God. Broadway yes. actor. Yes. Uh, oh my God. Uh, oh my God. What's his name? Mandy Patinkin. Mandy Patinkin. Yeah. Yes. Mandy Patinkin. Um, mm. Papa, can you hear me? Mama, can you hear me? 
Oh, oh that was yeah, a really so, good Barbara. What a movie. Oh, God. <laughs> if there's one thing I'm not good at, it's any type of musical impression. But, <laughs> um, I do love Barbara Streisand in that movie. I really love that movie. I like that movie, too. <laughs> Yentl. She directed that. Yeah. And yeah. she got nominated for an yeah, Academy I think, Award. I don't. I think, did she win? To, to ever win be best nominated, or, maybe? Yeah, I think best, uh, the first woman to be nominated for best director. Yeah. Yeah. Barbara Streisand. Multifaceted. She's so talented. <laughs> She's still kicking, baby. Yeah. Um, oh. I was attracted to him. Um, <laughs> so on all, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was attracted to him. <laughs> if you want me to tell yeah. the truth, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's my truth. And what? So what? But, and he, I, but I was, like, mad at him a couple times, but, yeah. I I was, too. I feel like as an audience, but it's I, like, that's normal. It, it's understandable for us to be frustrated with yeah. him. But also, I think that his... But he has a turnaround. Yeah, and I think his reaction is understandable from the way that they were all raised. I was going to say, it's understandable for their world. Yeah, and it doesn't come from a place of hate. Like, he's, he's I feel like he is just as open. I mean, he doesn't tell. It it comes out that, um, what's her name? Rachel McAdams' character? Esty. Esty is the one that that passed on the news that um, the Rav passed away. So David didn't do that, but he is very caring towards Ranit as mm-hmm. well, um, and and he doesn't like when the other men are talking about them. He doesn't like catch. He doesn't ever throw her under the bus, mm-hmm. um, which so, is really nice. So what ends up happening is they end up hooking up. And getting back into it because they can't fight it, mm-hmm. and they're caught again by some people, um, some bitch, some lady who. <laughs> and SC is a teacher and really loves being a teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the people who caught them go to her school to the principal and out them, mm-hmm. and the principal's like, "Hey, f- here's a warning." Mm-hmm. Uh, people know. People yeah. know, um, which then. He, the husband, David finds out, finds yeah. out inevitably. And I, well, you know what I like about this moment though is that he brings it up and she doesn't lie. Yeah, and I, I love the way but, that she, he keeps trying to tell her that like it's Ronit's fault, and she's like, "No, it's yeah, me. I did this. I've, right it's always it? been me. Yeah. I've always felt this way. I've never felt differently." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And here is where the movie plunges for me (laughs) because I kind of hate how it ends. Yeah. I hate why I don't know why writers do this specifically with like lesbian films and it happens in lesbian TV too. And it Mm -hmm. happened with my favorite (laughs) soap opera ship, Otalia, (gasps) which I've talked about. They make one of them pregnant right when they realize yeah. they don't want to be with the man that they're with anymore. Yeah. And I hate that fucking trope. Yeah. It happens all the time and I hate yeah. it. So SD gets pregnant. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn it. And then you want Ronnie and SD to be together and then Ronnie basically runs away. And here and what's extra frustrating about it is that before Ronnie's like, Okay, you know what? I know we just had this thing and we told each other we love each other, but I'm gonna go back to New York and keep living my life. You stay here and have a baby by yourself and an yeah. unhappy marriage. Before that all happens, David's like like in in church they they they, they go to 
he basically tells them, he gives them their blessing. Yeah, yeah. He's he, like, listen, like, this is who you are. Yeah, yeah. Because she, Esty says, like, she's like, I don't want to raise this child in this community because I didn't have a choice to f- believe the things I do, but I want my child to have a choice. Yeah. I want my freedom. And then he says, like, you're free. Like, and, and yeah, he, gives he gives them their freedom. Blessing. He literally hugs them and both. And he hugs them both. And it's like, yeah. go live your life. And you think, okay, they're just going to go start a family in New yeah. York and be happy. And then Roni leaves her. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, I think... Apparently in the book, it's like more explicit that like uh, that she's that SD stays with David. But um, well, I'm glad they at least didn't do that. Yeah, I think that in the movie, it sort of leaves it open to like maybe they do get back together. But they better not. I I take it as she's going to raise the baby together mm-hmm. like like still have David be part of yeah. the baby's life and, well I, I meant um, Ronnie and Esty not David oh, and Esty because oh. she does say like write me or like let me know where you are yeah um, my headcanon is that Esty moves to London with the baby and eventually marries another lady probably yeah and settles down mm-hmm. but I don't know I think I think okay so I will say this though it's frustrating as a viewer because you just what you want to root for the couple, yeah, uh, naturally. But I think they do do a good job of pushing that Ronnie is her is very independent, yeah, and she's her own person and she's pretty stubborn, yeah. So I almost feel like it's an in character move for her to not, yeah, to not go like stay with Esty and settle yeah. down and be a mom because that's not the life she yeah. wants. And I always feel like I felt like. I watched it like three times because we delayed this recording so much. Yeah. But um, I felt like, and and I've heard the, the book is like this too that um, Esty probably cares more for Ronnie than Ronnie cares for Esty. Yeah, it seems that way. Yeah. Too. Um, and I think that, um, I think that this movie, while it is about their relationship, it's more about. Ronit's relationship with her religion and with her father. Because the last shot isn't of them. It's of her visiting her father's grave and, and mm-hmm. taking his picture, which she said she always regretted not doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I liked it. I thought it... I thought it was really well done. I really liked a lot of the shots. Like one of the shots when they're in the church uh, is so close up to David's face. Mm-hmm. And it's really, um, I feel like it's really evocative of like the, like how claustrophobic it is to be around so many people who think differently from how you feel and, and the pressure there is to to feel, think the same way. Um yeah, it is very sad, but I I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope it I hope it l- lived up. Yeah, God, I've been yeah. talking about it for so long. And I I th- I really liked that. I was scared that the movie would go that route of like, OSC's gonna be straight at the end, mm-hmm. because that does happen with a lot of these kinds of stories where it's like the bad woman comes in and seduces yeah. the married woman, but then the married woman remembers that she loves her family or something. God. <laughs> Kill me if I ever have to watch a movie like that. Again. <laughs> it's such an old trope. Yeah. That it happened with so many movies 
that were made so long ago. And I feel like now we're in a golden age where they're actually making like good queer art and yeah. good queer cinema. And I am very grateful to be living in the time period yeah. that we are because now that we're actually yeah. seeing like real queer stories made by yeah. queer people, acted by queer people. And there's none of this bullshit. Yeah. Something interesting about the book is that I read the um, the author of the book based it off of her time in the Jewish faith. Mm. And it turns out that she is not a practicing Jew anymore. Interesting. And she, she left that life. Is she queer? It, I I think so. Probably. Um, but she left that life in the process of writing the book. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, so let's. So I was just going to say, you know what? At the end of the day, <laughs> if after you, after you listen to this episode and you still are not that convinced, but you're like, well, I don't know, there's still a little bit something. I'm pretty sure the love scenes are on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you just want to skip to the kissing. If you, if you don't like, mind watching a sad movie, I, I definitely recommend watching the whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Also, <laughs> it, this is on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Which I think we usually mention somewhere at the beginning or at the oh, yeah, end yeah. of the episodes, mm-hmm. but this movie is on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, so let's rate the movie. Let's rate the movie. First of all, we usually do the Vita Russo test, which is um, a test used to uh, look at films and see what their queer representation is like. Um, the first rule is that it has to have uh, characters who are um, who identify as queer, which this one does. Mm-hmm. The second rule is that these characters can't um their their one quality can't be that they're queer they have to have lots of different traits just like anybody else which i would say that they do um and the third is that removing these characters from the movie would change the plot immensely which it would um so i say it passes passes that uh we also rate the movie um, on how we liked it based on the Kinsey scale. <laughs> Zero being completely heterosexual. Five or six? Six. It's been a minute. Six, um, uh, completely homosexual. And the more homosexual, the more the more we like the movie, babe. <laughs> um, I would say... Yeesh. Wait, I want to. I want to go, go outside first. of my you box. You go first. And try something new and go first before <laughs> Not common. Um, I'm going to give it a... Okay. So I think it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's well acted. It's well made. But I don't love this. I don't love it 100%. I yeah. don't love the story so much. Yeah. Um, but the other things that were great about it are are worth it to me. Yeah. To watch it. What yeah. do you think? I would give it a five, I think. Ooh. I liked it. Well, should I give um, it a five now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should stick with your gut. This is going to be con- continue to be predictable. <laughs> Change my answer to things. <laughs> um, yeah, I really liked it. I thought I thought it was really well done. I liked that there. It's sort of like obviously we knew that it was a queer movie because we were looking for it, but I feel like it it does have a bit of a mystery at the beginning of it, and it's sort of like what did she do? But mm-hmm. you sort of get like. You can't tell if um, Rachel McAdams' character, like, hates her or really likes her because of, like, the sort of way that they behave around each other. And I really like that it's hot. part of it. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was Disobedience. I hope you guys enjoyed the movie. And thank you for listening to the podcast. Well, before we go, they have to find out what the next episode is, Paige. So what is it? Of course. Um, so our next episode is my pick. And it is a funny little German movie called... Uh, 
Guys and Balls. After uh, the famous musical Guys and Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's a gay sports movie, which is kind of fun. Yes, very fun. It's yeah. a new it's a new type. Yeah. I don't think we've had a movie like it yet. Yeah, we did um we did the tennis movie, but it was like a biopic, so Oh, Battle yeah. of the Sexes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot. But about this that. is quite a different it's more of your general sports kind of movie. Yeah. One team against the other. So it's yeah. fun. Classic. classic, um, classic. So we'll catch you in a couple weeks. And thank you oh, for yes. listening to uh, Queer Movie Night. You can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on uh, Insta- Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me, Deborah Duncan, on Facebook and Twitter and at Deborah D. Bag on Instagram. Bye. Bye. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net. Would one day walk on water? Did you know? Did you know? (laughs) It's a fun song to sing. It's actually kind of a banger of a song. (laughs) (laughs) The lyrics are so fucking stupid. I got all that. Oh, you did?